Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXB and today is the 25th of Jan 2024 and the price of Bitcoin cars has largely gone down since the last 24 hours. But listen guys, if you look at the volume in DeFi, it is definitely not looking good. And guys, listen, for some odd reason on Thursdays or Wednesdays, the decentralized decentralized exchange dominance goes down. I really have no idea why that thing happens. Now if you are someone who uses DeFiLama.com or currently working in decentralized exchange, Definitely go ahead and let me know why that thing happens. Definitely a really strange anomaly. Now guys, in today's episode, we're going to kickstart by talking about central bank digital currencies all the way from England. And the news is that the UK government has announced its commitment to safeguarding privacy and maintaining control of financial transactions. And they are doing that, keeping in mind central bank digital currency, also called as UK's digital pound. So in today's episode, I'll definitely go ahead and touch base on this. Now look guys, the governor of the Bank of England, that is Andrew Bailey. He's a massive detractor of Bitcoin, but at one point of time he was a massive advocate of stablecoins, but looks like he does not like stablecoins as well, and looks like the Bank of England and the governor of the Bank of England are definitely pushing towards central bank digital currency, so definitely keep an eye on that news. Now guys, the second news has to do with a cryptocurrency exchange called OKX, and their token call is OKB, did actually go down by 50%, and here's the interesting bit guys, as of now, we don't know why that thing has happened. Now, what they have done is, because there was an unexpected drop in the token, the exchange has decided to reimburse the customers. Definitely great. But listen, guys, from a security point of view, I really am not sure if legally they can go and do that. Because if they do that, it looks like what they're offering is a security, isn't it? Those are my honest thoughts. So legally, they probably need to go and double check on that. Now, the next news that I'd like to talk about is regarding Elon Musk's Tesla. Now, listen, guys. Tesla did go ahead and acquire quite a lot of Bitcoin and they are definitely advocates of hodl culture that is holding on to dear life for Bitcoin and they did have the filings and based on the filing guys, looks like Tesla has decided to hold all of the Bitcoins so definitely positive news so I'll definitely go ahead and touch base on that and guys in the last quarter of 2022, ChatGPT was unveiled isn't it and the founders of ChatGPT that is OpenAI, they decided to go ahead and launch a cryptocurrency coin call is Worldcoin and along with Worldcoin guys, there was also a physical device that does your KYC and quite a lot of other and that was called as Worldcoin's Orb. Now looks like the physical device called as Orb, it is having a makeover and guys in Dubai, I believe in JLT at Crypto Oasis office, they do have the physical device so if you want to go ahead and check it out, you can definitely go ahead and check it out but I'll definitely go ahead and touch base on what the makeover is and what is the inspiration that they're looking at. So those are some macro level news guys that I'm going to be covering in today's episode. And guys, like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Date podcast, I'm going to be discussing two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East. Now the first news guys has to do with artificial intelligence and the giant company Oracle. They have decided to expand Dubai operations amid plans to build more cloud regions in Middle East. And this news mostly has to do with artificial intelligence and the second news guys is to do with an event that I'm conducting on the 31st of this month that is called a special R analysis. Now look guys, if you've done your master's or MBA, you would know by now what this special R analysis stands for. It is an acronym for political, economical, social, technological, legal, environmental and religious analysis. Now what I'm going to be doing is on the 31st, I'm going to be doing special R analysis only on Bitcoin. Now look guys, you can do personal R analysis, let's say on stable coins, you can do it on metaverse, you can do it for general cryptocurrency or even blockchain protocols as well. Now in today's episode, I'll go ahead and discuss 
what is it that you can expect on the session taking place on the 31st and look guys if you want to go ahead and sponsor any of these sessions drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com so quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode so let's kick start with it right away welcome to the crypto and coffee at eight the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies blockchain and nfts join us monday to friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Guys is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region with over two decades of experience. Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DGI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact, guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing, guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three Ps. That is people, planet, and prosperity. Now listen, guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing, guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. 
and also Gaza Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, inform, and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing. If you do want to support this channel, you go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gulf Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally, guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now as of today guys, the global cryptocurrency market is exactly the same since the last 24 hours at $1.55 trillion. And since the last 24 hours, it has marginally gone down by 0.56%. And guys, if you look at the total cryptocurrency market volume since the last 24 hours, it is actually down by 23.27% and it is down below the $50 billion mark and as of today it is at $48.44 billion. Now listen guys, the volume in DeFi is not looking good at all. It is below the $4 billion mark and as of today it is at $3.89 billion and DeFi is accounting for only 8.02% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and if you look at the total value logged guys, it is at $54.43 billion and so far as the dominance is concerned, 
Lido is clearly dominating with $20.87 billion. And look guys, if you look at the decent large decentralized exchange dominance, it has gone down from 20% I believe yesterday to 13.93%. So I really can't understand that why are people in general not using decentralized exchange on Wednesdays or Thursdays. The only explanation I can think of is centralized exchanges are not using decentralized exchange on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Now I can't understand the reasoning why on Wednesdays and Thursdays centralized exchanges are not using decentralized exchange because it doesn't make sense for general people not to use decentralized exchange on specific days isn't it. Now listen guys if you do have any thoughts and comments mention them in the comments below. Now guys let me very quickly run through the volume of stable coins because it is down to 44.13 billion dollars and it is still accounting unfortunately for higher percentage well over 90% at 91.10% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and out of this 44.13 billion dollars guys there the USDT is at 34.69 billion dollars circle USDC's volume guys is 4.80 billion dollars and for some odd reason guys true USD's volume is drastically gone down since the last 24 hours today it is only at 79 million dollars Yesterday it was somewhere on the $112 million mark and I'm looking at the value guys, it has marginally gone below the $1 mark, it is at 0.98 cents. I really am hoping things tend to settle down because the last thing you want to see is another stable coin going completely belly up. So keep a track on what is going on so far as TUSD is concerned. Now guys let me very quickly run through the market cap, 24 hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now so far as the market cap of Bitcoin is concerned guys, it is well below the $800 billion mark but since the last 24 hours it is marginally pumped up by roughly around just $1 or $2 billion and as of today it is at $781 billion. Ethereum's market cap guys is at $264 billion. Now for some odd reason guys why a coin market cap the dominance of Ethereum is not showing up. I really am not sure why that is because I've been looking at these numbers probably forever. So there might be somewhere on coin market cap where the dominance of Ethereum is not showing up. So what I did is I looked at the dominance of Ethereum from a different website that is CoinGecko and it shows that 17.30% but the dominance of Bitcoin that I looked by a coin market cap is at 50.49%. Now guys let me very quickly run through the 24 hour trading volume of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now Bitcoin's 24 hour trading volume is down and it is down to 19.3 billion dollars whereas Ethereum guys is at 9 billion dollars. Now guys let me very quickly run through the market cap of privacy coins. Now look guys I hate saying this when people talk about web 3.0 on blockchain protocol they have so much about privacy isn't it. Now these are just talks because unfortunately guys people are just not using privacy coins and so far as privacy preserving protocols are concerned I very strongly feel that CTOs and founders are just using it as a tool to get fundings and investments from high net worthy individuals, from accelerators and different associations. That's my honest thought because look guys, if you look at the market cap of Monero, it is at $2.85 billion and the market cap of Monero was exactly the same when the price of Bitcoin was hovering around the $20,000 mark. Now the market cap of Bitcoin back then was around the $400 to $500 billion mark. The same thing with Ethereum and pretty much all of the cryptocurrencies but so far as privacy preserving protocols are concerned guys the market cap is exactly the same. It is definitely not improved at all. Zcash guys is at number 2nd and its market cap is only at $320 million. Mass Network is at number 3rd at $309 million. Decred guys is at number 4th 
at $221 million and Farley Harmony at $188 million. Now listen guys, if the community was really concerned about privacy, this number should definitely have been at least 10 times or 20 times of what it is right now. Now when will that thing happen guys? I really really am not sure. Now guys, before we look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin, what I want to do in today's episode guys, I want to give us some basic level information on what tokenization is. Now look guys, via LinkedIn I'm seeing quite a lot of posts regarding tokenization. Now because Larry Fink did actually mention tokenization, I wouldn't be surprised that overnight on LinkedIn, we're going to be seeing experts on tokenization. Now in today's episode, let me very briefly run through what is security token, cause guys a security token is like a digital certificate that represents ownership of a stake in something valuable such as let's say stocks, real estate or company assets and is different from other tokens because it follows strict rules and regulations set by the government and these tokens still use blockchain technology to ensure transparency and quick automated transactions. Now look our security token offerings can be worked on open blockchain. Now let me very briefly run through the different types of security tokens cause you have equity tokens, debt tokens, asset-backed tokens and finally utility tokens as well. Now so far as utility tokens is concerned, they represent ownership in a company something similar to stocks. So far as debt tokens is concerned, they occur interest representing a debt owned by the token holder. And so far as asset-backed tokens is concerned, they represent ownership of real-world assets like real estate or commodities. And finally guys, so far as utility token is concerned, they can be used to fund blockchain projects and can later be exchanged for goods or services. Now let me very briefly run through some of the advantages of security token. And then I'll go ahead and explain what is a security token offering, also called as STO. Now let me very briefly run through the advantages of security tokens and there is transparency cause all transactions are recorded on a public ledger in it and so far as divisibility is concerned guys, high value assets can be divided into smaller affordable portions and listen guys, one of the biggest features of blockchain is quick settlement or instant settlement in certain cases. Now so far security tokens are concerned, ownership transfer shared almost instantly due to automated processes on the blockchain. And listen guys, a final point has to do with no downtime because like unlike traditional financial markets, digital asset markets are accessible 24 by 7 isn't it? So those are some of the advantages of security tokens. Now guys, let me go ahead and explain what is a security token offering or called as STO. And look guys, I wouldn't be surprised the next big hype in the cryptocurrency and blockchain world might be regarding security token offerings. Now, so far security token offering is concerned guys, it is a way of companies to sell security tokens through regulated platforms so it's considered to be safer than ICO or initial coin offering because it follows legal guidelines providing a legitimate investment opportunity. So the big question guys is how do you go ahead and launch an STO? So let me very briefly run through four stages. The first one guys is preparation. So what you need to do is you need to define the value and purpose of your token. And then next stage guys is pre-STO or pre-security token offering where you introduce your token to the market, provide information about your team, the milestones and then you finally choose a reputable exchange and finally guys a third step that is launch your STO. So essentially what you do in this stage, you run a crowd sale allowing the public to buy your tokens and finally guys post-security token offering where you go ahead and build your product, update your investors and provide technical support. Now let me quickly highlight some of the advantages of a security token offering which is different to advantages of security tokens, right? So there are three points I'd like to talk about regarding advantages of security token offering that is security, 
cost-effective and accessibility, but so far security is concerned, security token offerings are regulated, thereby reducing the risk of fraud and gas listen. Security token offerings are cost-effective because they are cheaper than traditional markets thanks to the smart contract feature and blockchain technologies in it. And Gas blockchain technology is also efficient as well to a certain extent. And finally, Gas accessibility, the Luga security token offerings, opens up investment opportunities for a broad audience. Now, Gas, those were some of the advantages. Now, let me very quickly run through two disadvantages of security token offering. And the first one, Gas, is regulatory challenges. Now, Luga's adhering to regulations can be complex and may actually limit investor pool, isn't it? And the second one is to do with constant changes and security token platforms must keep up with changing regulations, thereby making administrative process more complicated. So these are some basic level information guys regarding security token offerings. And if you do need some more information, you're more than welcome to drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Now guys, let's look at the king of all kings that is Bitcoin. Cause to be honest guys, since the last 24 hours, the price of Bitcoin has marginally gone down. And as of today, it is at $39,865. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 0.51%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by 5.58%. Now Ethereum gas is at $2,209. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.14%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 11.88%. Binance BNB coin guys, it is well below the $300 mark. It is at $293. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 0.22%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by 5.85%. Now look guys, towards the end of this month, Federal Chair Jerome Powell will be announcing the interest rate hike. And I'm pretty much sure based on the announcement, the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are definitely going to shuffle quite a bit. Because look guys, in just few months, there is going to be Bitcoin halving. And that just might be the second biggest thing in 2024. Now guys, let's discuss some news all the way from England and the UK government guys has announced its commitment to safeguarding privacy and maintaining control over financial transactions in upcoming legislations related to the development of a digital pound. And guys, the response was provided as part of the consultation conducted by the government's finance minister and Bank of England on CBDCs and the consultation guys which concluded in June did actually receive over 50,000 responses and they highlighted privacy and financial control as key concerns among participants. Now listen guys, if you go to the show notes below, you will go ahead and find the official link. Now let me try to give us some bits and pieces of information regarding the consultation paper guys. Because in February of 2023, the Bank of England and His Majesty Treasury sought public feedback on a potential UK central bank digital currency known as the digital pound and over 50,000 responses were received and they expressed widespread interest but at the same time they also expressed concerns about access to cash, privacy and financial control and the government guys is committed to introducing legislations before launching the digital pound, ensuring parliamentary input in addressing privacy and control measures and this response guys emphasizes the importance of public trust, outlining safeguards and design phase and future decisions will involve additional public consultations and there will be ongoing dialogue with stakeholders to inform the digital pound development. And cause what the article in the show notes below states, the consultation response builds on the national conversation which is initiated by the consultation paper, marking a significant step in shaping UK's future monetary landscape. Now look guys, me personally, I'm not a fan of central bank digital currency. And cause on the 1st of February 2024, I do have a session on central bank digital currency where we go and explain what is CBDCs or Central Bank Digital Currency, 
we go ahead and compare it with Bitcoin and we also look at some of the threats of CBDCs as well. So go to eventbrite.com guys and you're more than welcome to go ahead and register for this event. Now look guys at the beginning of the episode I did actually state that the governor of the Bank of England is a massive detractor of Bitcoin and he's definitely an advocate of central bank digital currency. So it's going to be really interesting to see how privacy actually merges with central bank digital currency. Now look guys in the world of politics, Nigel Farage, why our Instagram has been aggressively against central bank digital currency. So definitely feel free to go and follow him because what he's saying guys does make quite a lot of sense and he does have an interview with Peter McCormack for what Bitcoin did and he went ahead and explained what are the consequences of going ahead and expressing your free will and how Bitcoin could potentially be the savior. So definitely feel free to go and check it out. Now guys let's discuss some interesting drama in the world of OKX exchange and OKB guys the native token of cryptocurrency exchange OKX saw a sudden and drastic drop in the value on Tuesday and the token actually plunged by more than 50% to low of $25 and this happened in just a matter of 3 months before the price did actually go stable and got the executives from the cryptocurrency exchange said that they were investigating the root cause behind the abnormal price fluctuation and via Twitter they actually mentioned that the volatility was triggered by liquidation that was set off when the price moved lower than a general decline in the market. And this particular article guys is actually published via UnchainedCrypto.com and if you actually go to the official tweet, they did actually clearly state that the platform will fully compensate users for additional losses caused by abnormal liquidation including pledge lending, margin trading, cross-currency transactions as well. Now look guys, I really am not sure because of this particular news where they are willing to go out and reimburse the users does this token automatically become a security? Most likely yes, but I could be miserably wrong and if you do want to go out and educate me or do have any comments, mention them in the comments below. Now guys, let's discuss some news that is regarding Tesla and Tesla guys as of today holds over 9,720 bitcoins which is equivalent to $387 million making them the third largest public holder of bitcoin and they are following MicroStrategy and Marathon and Bitcoin Holdings and listen guys Tesla's Bitcoin portfolio remains completely unchanged in quarter 4 of 2023 as the quarterly report did not mention buying or selling activities in 3 months ending September and guys if you do actually want to read through the article it is published via Coindesk now unfortunately in the article it does not show the official filings or how that posted the official filings now look guys Tesla holding on to Bitcoin is only because of Elon Musk isn't it and there are rumors and speculations that in X or Twitter Elon Musk would actually use a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. Most likely guys he's going to use Bitcoin using Lightning Network so we'll just have to wait and see I guess. Now guys let's discuss some news in the world of artificial intelligence and this is connected to cryptocurrency called as Worldcoin and Worldcoin guys they have a physical device called as Orb and the physical device guys does look extremely futuristic and it is actually known for looking futuristic in design. Now here's the interesting news guys, they are set to receive an upgrade in the first half of this year and the new orb will have alternative colors and a more toned down appearance and they are going to resemble something similar to an Apple product and the next iteration guys will look similar to an Apple product. This is what is confirmed by the CEO and co-founder of Tools of Humanity who went ahead and designed the Worldcoin's orb. Now look guys in Dubai, Crypto Oasis has that physical device but the big question guys is will you be willing to go ahead and trust to do your personal identification in the physical device. Now what I'd really recommend you to do is guys, Sam Altman who's the CEO of ChatGPT, 
he had a brilliant episode with Bankless when the news regarding Worldcon broke out and they did clearly explain how the entire project is decentralized or distributed. So before making any judgment, what I'd really recommend you to do is go ahead and listen to that episode so you get a better understanding of what the future of Worldcoin is and at the same time you can make assessment of what the potential threats are. So those were some macro level news guys from the cryptocurrency world. Now let's look at two news from Dubai, UAE and the Middle East and the first news guys has to do with artificial intelligence and the giant company Oracle is deciding to expand Dubai operations amid plans to build more cloud regions in Middle East and this news guys has to do with artificial intelligence. So let me go ahead and share some more information because they want to support the growth demand for cloud infrastructure in the Middle East and the company guys will undergo a major renovation of its office in Dubai including the development of state-of-the-art customer experience center and futuristic workspaces and Oracle aims to help customers visualize the future of the companies using the latest AI and cloud technologies and the company's executive Nick Redshaw highlighted the transformative impact of cloud in the Emirates turning it into a global economic and technological powerhouse and Oracle guys currently has three live cloud regions in Middle East with plans of two more in Riyadh and Saudi Arabia's Neom. Now listen guys, so far as artificial intelligence is concerned, all the news regarding Middle East is directly or indirectly connected to Saudi Arabia, isn't it? So definitely positive news for the Middle East region as well. Now so far as this news is concerned, the new cloud regions will be architecturally identified, highly automated and designed to meet rapid demands and the adoption of cloud services in the Middle East is driven by technology-savvy consumers, a digital landscape evolution and government effort to develop the future economy. Microsoft, Amazon, IBM and Alibaba Cloud are among global companies that have opened cloud and data centers already in the Middle East and as of now guys, Oracle manages 67 cloud regions across 26 countries with a global market share of 2% and this is based on the data via technology magazines which was published in October of 2023 and Amazon Web Services guys led the market region with 32% share followed by Microsoft Azure with 22%, Google Cloud with 11% and finally Oracle with 2%. Now listen guys, worldwide revenue for public cloud service market rose over 19% annually to about $315.5 billion in the first half of 2023 alone. And there is booming demand for cloud services in the public sector and the market does actually recognize the need for diverse cloud solution. And look guys, Oracle is definitely taking leaps and bounds ahead. An Oracle executive Clay Morgan emphasizes the importance of simplifying cloud and IT security to address breaches and challenges in the industry and generative artificial intelligence is identified as a solution to simplify how businesses can leverage the data effectively. An Oracle Gas introduced its first generative AI services on the Cloud Fusion platform at Oracle Cloud World in Las Vegas and the company Gas has collaborated with Dubai Business Women Council for different initiatives aiming to enhance AI skills among women professionals and entrepreneurs and the year-long program will actually equip 500 members of the council with AI skills to be used in the business and workforces. Now look as this initiative definitely aligns with UAE's digital economy goals and is expected to contribute significantly to women's professional journey. Definitely, definitely positive news. So that was the news regarding Oracle guys. Now let's go ahead and discuss second news which is an event that I'm conducting on the 31st of January. It is called a special hour analysis on Bitcoin and guys this session does actually take place between 2pm to 3.30pm Gulf Standard Time and what you can do is guys in order to go ahead and register for this event, go to eventbrite.com 
and just tap in blockchaindxp.com or in the show notes below you can also see the registration link alternatively guys you can also drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com and look guys as i mentioned earlier in the episode if you've done your masters or mba you would know what pestilar analysis stands for essentially pestilar is an acronym where p stands for political e stands for economical s stands for social t stands for technological l stands for legal e stands for environmental and finally r stands for religious factors and on the session taking place on the 31st of jan let me quote and quickly explain what is it that you can expect in each of these sessions because look guys doing pestilar analysis on bitcoin does give us a macro level snapshot of what is going on in the world of bitcoin isn't it now so far as political factors concerned guys is bitcoin apolitical now look guys the whole notion why bitcoin was created that bitcoin was created as a movement towards separation of money and the state isn't it now when will that thing happen i really am not sure but we'll definitely go ahead and have an in-depth look at that because look guys politics and politicians they have a massive impact as of now so far as the future of bitcoin is concerned and we'll go ahead and discuss are right-wing ideologies and right-wing politicians in favor of bitcoin or left-leaning ideologies and left-leaning politicians are in favor of bitcoin and if you're someone in uk guys we'll go ahead and discuss are conservatives in favor of bitcoin or is it the labor party who's in favor of bitcoin and if you're someone from india guys we'll go ahead and discuss is it the bjp party the current administration which is in favor of bitcoin or the old party or the opposing party congress in favor or opposing bitcoin the lugas in dubai and uae the government is definitely proactive so far as bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain is concerned isn't it so we'll definitely go ahead and discuss that when we talk about political analysis on bitcoin the second point guys is economical factors on bitcoin and we'll go ahead and answer is bitcoin the biggest global wealth redistribution and can bitcoin actually change the dynamics of money now lugas ever since the approval of spot bitcoin etf was announced a lot of people did actually think that the price of bitcoin will head towards the moon and that is because wall street will be getting into the bitcoin game so we'll definitely go and discuss what are the economical impacts on bitcoin and we'll also answer this question guys can bitcoin change the dynamics of money and how does bitcoin actually react to inflation to exchange rates and quite a lot of other the third area guys we'll discuss is regarding social factors and we'll go and explore the social impact on bitcoin and blockchain technologies for generations to come we'll also look at bitcoin usage in first world countries versus underdeveloped countries and i hate saying this guys at this particular moment the first world countries have benefited the most isn't it now regarding social factors we'll also go and look at are millennials the one who are using bitcoin or is it boomers who actually own a lot of bitcoin and in today's episode we talked about tesla right who has quite a lot of bitcoin now regarding technological factors guys we are going to be taking a look at some technical elements but you absolutely need to not worry regarding the technical aspects of concern we'll look at the different forks of bitcoin the different types of bitcoin and look as when you talk about bitcoin the user experience is not that great isn't it and one of the biggest features that did actually take place in bitcoin was the implementation of taproot and snow signature and because of that guys now we also have nfts on the bitcoin blockchain and that is ordinal inscriptions so we'll definitely go into base on that and just few weeks ago guys i did actually talk about an update that will actually take place called as v27 that could actually create a fork in bitcoin and most likely we may not see ordinal inscriptions in bitcoin but will that thing happen i really am not sure but the idea is definitely there and in technological factors guys we'll take an in-depth look 
the economies of scale for setting up mining operations. But again guys, you don't need to worry, you don't need absolutely any technical expertise for that. The next point guys is legal factors and we'll ask this basic question, is Bitcoin legal? And where does governance, regulations and legislations fit in? And what is it that governments can do in order to support innovation and Bitcoin adoption? And look guys, when I got involved in Bitcoin, a lot of the countries are massive detractors of Bitcoin. They called it an outright scam. But now guys, in 2023, a lot of them are becoming advocates of Bitcoin. So from a legal point of view, we'll definitely go ahead and have a chat about that. The next point guys is regarding environmental factors. And we'll go ahead and discuss the whole ESG notion and the Bitcoin mining energy consumption. We'll look at the past the current and the future state of environmental impact on Bitcoin and vice versa as well. And even the Bitcoin maximalist guys are divided on this. Some of them do actually think that the energy utilized in Bitcoin might be actually good for the environment. So we'll definitely go and talk on that. And finally guys regarding religious factors on Bitcoin, we'll go and discuss is Bitcoin Sharia compliant and what are the commonalities between religion and Bitcoin and how is Bitcoin seen particularly in the Middle East in comparison to other countries? So to be honest guys, personally I absolutely love doing this session because it does tackle quite a lot of different areas. And guys, if you want to go ahead and sponsor this session, drop me an email to infoblockchaindxv.com, check out my website www.blockchaindxv.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes is going to be an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's get started with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DX. We're listening to the Ask Me Anything series. But your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse. I have a question about Rishi who asks, do you think Jerome Powell will increase the interest rate hike? And based on what does he go ahead and make his decision? Now look, personally I do think that Jerome Powell will go ahead and increase the interest rate hike. And I'll tell you go ahead and why he will do that. Just yesterday in my episode Rishi, I did talk about an article which was actually written by Arthur Hayes and he did talk about quite a lot regarding monetary policies and that is the only reason why I do agree with Arthur Hayes and I do think Jerome Powell and Janet Yellen will go ahead and decide to go ahead and increase the interest rate hike and this news has to do with last year where the banks were completely belly up and the Federal Reserve Board did actually have to go ahead and save them. Now what data does Jerome Powell look at? The answer is pretty simple. He looks at the CPI numbers, the consumer price index numbers now for the event that is taking place on the 31st of Jan, where Jerome Powell will be announcing the interest rate hike or he may decide to keep it or reduce it, he is going to be looking at inflation numbers for the 11th of Jan 2024. But what I'd really recommend you to do is Rishi and even for our listeners, go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website that is www.bls.gov and look at the inflation numbers that is actually printed on the 11th of Jan and I believe the numbers were 3.1% which was significantly less to the last quarter of 2022 and the first six months of 2023. Now listen, I definitely do not like the left-leaning administration and I do feel that they are doing notorious activities probably to go ahead and get the inflation numbers down and the answer is pretty simple because this year is when the election is going to take place towards the end of this year, isn't it? And they want to put out a good image 
that the left-leaning administration or left-leaning regime is doing a good job. Personally, I definitely don't think so. But going back to your question, Rishi, Jerome Powell will be looking at these numbers and look at the information on the 11th of Jan and I'm checking it right now. The previous inflation numbers was on the 12th of December and at that point of time the inflation number was 3.2%. So based on the number of 12th of December, he did go ahead and decide not to do anything with the interest rate hike in December. Now look, the inflation has actually gone down but if you look at what is going on, so far as the monetary policy is concerned, I do feel that Jerome Powell will actually go ahead and increase the interest rate hike and what I'd really recommend Rishi for you to do is, Arthur Hayes did actually put out a really brilliant article, read through that, he does give his very good reasoning. Now look, based on what the outcome of what Jerome Powell is going to do, that is definitely going to have an impact on the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies in a positive or in a negative way, we'll just have to wait and see. And listen Rishi, what I'd really recommend you to do is, and even to our listeners is, Whenever Jerome Powell announces the interest rate hike, make sure you go out and watch his entire video on YouTube, listen to his entire explanation. So that'll give us a good idea as to why he's gone ahead and made that decision. But definitely, definitely an excellent question, Rishi. And I'm pretty much sure based on that announcement, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are definitely going to fluctuate. As a matter of fact, just one or two days before that, I'm definitely going to see a surge or a decline in the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So keep an eye on those dates. And that's about all guys from the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com. Check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com. And also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a faster rating and share the word across. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am we have Krypton Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And now the series of episodes under Krypton Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin. Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse and what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, Metaverse and guys listen if you do want to sponsor the session that is taking place on the 31st on Jan call a special hour analysis on Bitcoin drop me an email to infertblockchaindxp.com so what i'll do is i'll definitely go ahead and mention all of your company's details i'll also go ahead and put your company's logo on each of these slides and if you do have a teeny tiny video i'll be more than happy to go ahead and play your company's features and services at the beginning during and at the end of the session as well so please feel free to go ahead and drop me an email to infertblockchaindxp.com and thanks so much for listening guys have a nice one bye bye